In Your Element is a teen-hosted podcast covering conversations with our allies. I'm your host, Abby Jones, and I get to chat with some of the most inspiring educators, creators, and changemakers, reflecting on their teen years, what makes them feel the most in their element on the daily, and things that they wish they had known as a teenager. This podcast is a sister organization with The Element Collective, The Element Collective hosts virtual and in-person workshops providing mindfulness, movement, creativity, fun, and other tools that high school-aged girls need to love themselves and own their authenticity and tap into who they truly are. In order to create an environment that is more approachable than traditional group therapy or school clubs, Element Collective founders Mary Allard and Kylie Roswell base their approach on the five elements and create a safe and playful environment for girls to connect with themselves and others. Because when each of us are in our element, magic happens. If you're interested in being a part of any of the Element Collective events or joining our Element community, like me hosting this podcast, or even Gabby, who produced the music that you're hearing right now, you can follow this podcast wherever you listen, connect with us on Instagram at Element Collective, or check out elementcollective.com. Remember guys, it's E-L-L-E, two L's. Abby and I are back. It's been a, it's been a beat. It's been a hot it's, minute. It's been a hot minute, and you are in the thick of finals at yes, school. I am ready for summer. I'm so excited, even though it just snowed like two days ago. Yeah, for the listeners that don't know, I mean, this will come out a little bit later than we're talking now, but we're inching up to Memorial Day weekend, and right. we just got like ten inches of snow and yeah, here really in Colorado, wet snow. Yeah. I mean, the weather is insane. You never know what to expect. <laughs> and you think you get used to it, you know, because you've been here your yeah, whole life, too, whole right? Life, Just like right? me. Yeah, same. And yep. I still am like... You're still like, oh, it's late May and it's freaking snowing outside. Cool, cool. And then it's like, oh, of course, right? That's what right. happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, why does everyone start their garden so soon when we know every year they I get know. pissed? <laughs> I know. Every year. My grandma every has year. lived here for... Um, basically 80 years and yeah, is still like, oh yeah, it's snowing outside. That's <laughs> not normal. <laughs> and then suddenly we're immediately in like nineties and a hundred right. degree weather. Exactly. And then we're complaining about that. Yep. I prefer the cold. <laughs> honestly. Oh, you do? Yeah. The heat messes with my MS. It makes it a lot worse. I was just going to mention that, uh, because I've heard that that's the case and yeah. And so it's nice when you have this mild weather. You're probably thriving in it then. Mm -hmm. I love the clouds. I don't mind it either. I dance in the rain when it happens because it happens once in a blue moon. (laughs) I love the rain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really, I'm really happy to connect again because like we said, it's been a little bit, but Mm -hmm. just reflecting on your talk with Ayana and how she was so profound. Yeah. I mean, that one just came out and listening to it was, oh my goodness. It was incredible. I absolutely love, I mean, I love listening to her voice in the first place. Um, that in itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And everything that she had to say was so amazing. She's, she had a lot of 
very wise tidbits that she was talking about. Yeah. What was, like, one of your main takeaways? Um, I think for me it was being able to trust yourself and, like, kind of go with your gut and know what you want to do rather than doing what others want from you. Yeah. Yeah, like, she, I loved that question you asked where you were saying, you know, what if you're discouraged from doing music because so many people, it's not a clear path to, like, turn that into a career. And Yeah, yeah, not at all. Right? And she was like, well, at the very least, if you don't have a support system or parents that are encouraging you to do that, then do that or do both. At yeah. least do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. she. I remember her saying that was like, I was talking about, I think she got accepted into Cambridge, it was. Yeah. Um, and her parents were like, well, why would you do music if you can go to Cambridge? And so she she said for people who whose parents like wouldn't, be okay with you dropping out of school and doing something like that, then just do school and do music on the side. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, have patience essentially, and it'll all work out. Is there anything that you currently feel like you're not doing because you're trying to make other people happy? Like, is there anything you feel like you're setting aside right now that you, um, that feels like isn't like as accepted by maybe even just society, like that similar thing where you're like, Oh, I mean, I love this part of me. Maybe even goes back to like your baking where you're like, man, maybe I really could do something with baking. Is there anything that you kind of have tabled because you're not clear how it fits into the life you're starting to envision as a teen? Right. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there is a whole lot, But in my mind, I'm like, I don't even know how to express it in words. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's it's just all kind of muddled of something that I've done throughout my life is like I've never been myself Mm -hmm. in my life. And that that's been for 16 years. And so like at this point in my life, I'm like, I don't even know if this person that I am right now is who I was in middle school trying to be somebody and I've just kind of mentally accepted this personality as who I am and I'm like, yeah, this is who I am. Or is it still like a facade? I just, it's very complicated for me because I've really never been myself in, in quotes. Gosh, I feel like you're so not alone in that. Like, when I I was 16, I felt the exact same way where I don't know if I had the ability to articulate what you just said, though, at that age. I definitely felt attention, like what you said, where you were like, I don't know if I have words for it because there's something in me or parts of me that I feel like I can't identify or express yet, but uh, I'm definitely knowing that I'm not, like, my fullest, truest expression yet. And so I'm sure that that's just part of being a teen. At least that's what I could infer. But I also wonder, like, do you think, 
I don't know. I have horrible memories. So I don't have memories (laughs) of when I was really, really little. But do you think that when you were little, you were an expression of yourself? And then in your elementary, middle school years and teen years, it's more like building an onion. And now you're like, oh, well, who am I? Who was I back when I was a little kid? Does that feel like a core essence of you, of who you were true? Or does it not? It still feels like that was all muddled then too. I mean, yeah. So I started getting bullied in kindergarten, first grade until about third grade, fourth grade. And that's like vivid. You remember it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Clearly. I remember all of it. Yeah. Um, and that was by kids who were five or six years older than me. Well, I would have been between you would the have ages been five or six, six and yeah. eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were fourteen. Um, Oof. yeah, they were in eighth grade. Abby. Yeah, yeah. So Ouch. I, at such a young age, those negative things were instilled in me and so that's why mm-hmm. i'm kind of like i don't i really don't know who i am because i've been it would have to be like five years since old i was literally five or six years old yeah 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 and so do you have any like little moments in the day where you feel like man i'm really you know living to make myself happy and this makes me happy and this is something that i value or something that i like or i'm drawn to do you have moments where you feel glimmers of that, even though everything feels so murky? I I do. And then my brain is like, well, what if that's just... Right, your brain you tries to trick to you. You're trying to convince yourself <laughs> that you're happy the brain is what you're so, doing. <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be my friend, brain, but you're Literally. kind of tricking me into thinking yeah. I'm tricking myself when exactly. maybe this is the most clear exactly. I feel. I literally... Just bought a dress, like, an hour ago. And yeah. I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and it's adorable. And then I was like, well, do I actually think that? Or am I just buying it because, like, I my brain is think- telling me that this is my aesthetic <laughs> right now. And, like, uh. I literally, I just... Ugh, it's so complicated. <laughs> it's so complicated. So those moments that I think are, like, uncomplicated are the ones that you have to try on on for size and do more of. That's why I do so much baking. Right. So it does come back to baking. Baking (laughs) does make you feel... (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I mean... It does make you feel like you're doing something for yourself and you're not trying to make others happy. It's like, no, this is something that brings me joy. Baking, yeah, baking has been one of the most, like, stable things in my life, like, consistently throughout my life. Because I started baking with my grandma when I was basically old enough to hold something in my hand. And so I've been baking for literally 15 years. And I, it has just always been something that brings me joy. I think it probably has brought me so much joy because it's something that I've gotten to do with my grandma, who's someone that I'm really, really close to. Um, so... Yeah, baking is one of the only things where I'm like, yeah, that's real. I think I think that the two things that I notice about that, though, too, is something that I've experienced or that I've also witnessed is when you can find activities that get you out of your head where you can be mm-hmm. tricked. So you're using your hands or you're yep. doing something with your body. That's a theme. 
And then another thing I noticed too is having an environment where it's shared with someone that is safe for you. So you can just be your truest self, your weirdest person, and there's no perceived repercussions, right? right? Even if there are a lot of times there aren't repercussions and other times there are true repercussions like being bullied, but then that just carries over into feeling like that's always a threat. Right. I think that those are two things that I hear you saying where it's like, well, then maybe what it means for us to do things that make ourselves happy and that is in support of ourselves and to not just do things for other people is to like find those things that help you get into your hands or your body or whatever it may be and with people that are good yeah. to you. Yeah. 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 I think especially with ADHD, it's totally. like really important for me to be working with my hands. When I'm baking, I just, I can zone out. Especially I have 10 or 15 recipes that I essentially know by heart now. And so I don't have to look at the instructions or anything. I can just make it and I don't have to think about it. It's like muscle memory. And it's so satisfying when it comes out of the oven. And I'm like, yeah, I just made that. And it tastes really freaking good. I'm drooling. I'm literally drooling and I don't even know the recipe you're talking about. (laughs) I want it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's something where I'm like, I am genuinely good at this. There's a lot of stuff in my life where I'm like, people are just saying that I'm good at that to make me feel better. But this is a concrete thing where I'm like, yeah. Like, you can trust that. You, I can, yeah. And yeah. you get to literally taste it and prove concept. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of, are you eating something that you I'm baked? literally eating, I, yeah. I was, <laughs> I What is up, it? It's a butterscotch cookie. Oh. I make mean cookies. They're so good. I'm, of course, the, you know, the gluten-free yeah. type, so I, I like, want to task you with something, cookies. because if you can crush that, then yeah. you're... Yeah, I really need to... That's my next step here, is yeah. gluten-free and... Yeah, yeah. All those, all those fun things. Vegan, making mm-hmm. eggs out of flax seeds and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love talking to you, as always. I'm glad we got to <laughs> catch up. And, of course, Ayana's episode would inspire us to chit-chat for a minute. And yeah, thank exactly. you for always being so open and honest <laughs> and real and raw. That's the only way I can do it. I know. For better or for worse. Um, yeah, generally worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I beg to differ. Here at least it's in better. my life. Here uh, it's yes, better. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Ab. Talk soon. See you later, Mary.